Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hey guys, welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so glad you're here for another episode. And today's episode is going to be fantastic because we have Tara Lynn Griffin here with us from Find the Magic. Tara Lynn is awesome. And um, not only have we podcasted together before for her podcast, which I enjoyed so much just getting to know her there. We've worked together in Mom's Life Made Simple. And so I feel really privileged to get to know her and to have gotten to work with her. Um, She is a fantastic podcaster. So Find the Magic is a podcast. She can tell us a little bit about that, but she does it with two of her sisters, her two sisters. So that's really fun. And then um, she is a mom herself of four kiddos and she is a yogi and an acrobat and does all these amazing things. So Tara Lynn, fill in any gaps that I missed in that intro there. Okay. Well, thank you. First of all, Chanel, for having me. I actually first met you when you were on my podcast and then working with you in your program was wonderful. I would highly recommend to anybody who wants some coaching. Chanel's fabulous. So thank you for having me on here. Uh, The only thing I would say to fill in is First of all, thank you for the lovely introduction, but I originally was an English professor and I stopped teaching when I had my first child. And I've always thought that I would continue down the literature path. And although I do love writing so much as, as time has gone on, I've, I mean, I'm just so fascinated by the brain and I feel like the way the podcast has gone, it started out just as a hobby and now it's this thriving wonderful kind of it's just taken on a life of its own I think being in this world where we get to talk about how to make our lives for me it's not about being more efficient or mm, I mean efficient's good it isn't like for me it's just about how can we live more wholeheartedly and we have all these tools I just love this whole field of podcasts and coaching and all those kinds of things because we have these amazing tools that we're just able to say this isn't working for me how can I make it work? And there's so many tools we can use to make it work. You know what I mean? And just experience our lives so much better. So I think this is the best time ever to live that we have access to this kind of stuff. So I'm just happy that we're part of it together. Yes. I love it. Well, I, I learned something new about you. I didn't know you were an English professor. That's so cool. And I also agree so much with what you're saying. We live in this time when it's like, it's not just we don't just go out and get food for our family and go to sleep and just do the basics, you know, and survive. We can, you wrote, you said live more wholeheartedly. I wrote that down. Like, yes, we can explore and get deeper and do all these things and coaching, podcasting books and all the resources that we have help us to do that. So I love that. Now, one thing that that kind of leads into is because there's so much and there are so many opportunities that can lead to overwhelm for a lot of people. So let's talk about what we always talk about on this podcast, which is how do you make mom life simple? Hmm. I love this question because you're right. There's, it's so easy to make so much complexity out of all the options that are available in the world. And with all the knowledge we have available, I mean, it's difficult to not just be overwhelmed, right? But for me, it comes down to really one word and it's the essentials. So 
I mean, essentialism actually itself is a new kind of term that really resonates with me that as we say yes to things that are essential for us, yes, it means saying no to other things, but just as saying no to things makes us say yes to something else. So that's inherent in the way we live our life. When we are saying yes to something, we're always saying no to something else. So to me, to get really clear about what our essentials are is the most important part for me for keeping my life simple. So what this looks like for me is I have a system that makes so that every day me and my children are both getting to things that are essential to us. And as soon as I started implementing this kind of way of living, I mean, I probably did when, I don't know, I want to say my first baby was, I don't know, maybe three. And it's just been a game changer for me. And it makes it so that when there are so many things you're like, I don't know what else I can say no to or yes to here. It's like, okay, let's, let's circle back. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm going to come back to my essentials. What are my essentials at this point in my life? So this is what it looks like for me. Essentials are something, first of all, just what are your, um, is it Greg McEwen? Yeah. Essentialism. essentialism. Mm -hmm. He says that the word priority was singular until just a couple hundred years ago. It's just recently that we've started saying priorities because we think everything can be a priority, but we can't, we can't have everything as a priority. So for me, what this looks like is I have gone through my day and I've really thought it actually happened for me. This really became important for me after my second baby, I was feeling like, I was feeling like my mental health was struggling and for me, it came down to like, what can, what are the things that are actually fulfilling to me? What are the things that are actually feeding my soul? Because I'm not having a lot of time for anything else because I'm just trying to keep two really small children alive. And I had to, I remember writing down what I thought was my essentials before shifted. And I wrote down just the things that these things actually fulfill me. The things, some of the things that used to fulfill me didn't anymore. And so I wrote them down. And since then, actually, these things haven't changed. It changed after my first baby, but since my second baby, they've stayed the same now for 11 years. And that is for me, my essentials that if I get to these things every day, I feel so much better. My mental health is better. My physical health is better. My emotional health is better. And even if the trains go off the tracks and I got nothing else done, there's like a level of satisfaction in my life that if I do these things. So for me, my essentials are one, communicating with God every day, which to me looks like prayer. And I read things that are holy to me. Second meditation, which goes along with that, right? It's just connecting to divinity for me. Um, three, I, I do still, so this whole thing is part of the miracle morning routine. Um, so it's, if you read that book, that these things are in it, but I do some visualizing. I do my affirmations. I write every single day and, and I already said reading earlier, but those are so, but my order is I communicate with God and meditate, visualize, do affirmations. Then I read and write, and then I exercise. That's the last one. And I used to actually leave out exercise for my first, um, several babies. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Like it was like, that's getting chopped off the list, but it's interesting now. I mean, exercising is so important to how I feel overall. So those are my things, but, but this is the trick for me to making it essential. So that's my, that's my little routine that fills me up to my core, not only fills my body, but it fills my soul. It fills my mind, all of those things to me, the key with essentials is having them. My perfect essential morning lasts two hours, honestly. I mean, cause if I'm doing a full hour workout, then I have a whole hour of the other stuff, right? So that's my like ideal. 
But honestly, I probably get that ideal. Well, now I'm probably doing the ideal maybe four or five days a week. But I think your essentials for, for me, my essentials need to be able to be condensed into 10 minutes. You have to be able to condense it down for 10 minutes so that it becomes non-negotiable. So even on mornings, even when I had a newborn baby and I was like, I am not giving it more than 10 minutes. I do not have it in me to wake up more than 10 minutes before my children. I can easily do that in 10 minutes. And how's that look? I say a prayer. I read a few verses of scripture. I sit in silence for a minute. I say a few affirmations. I mean, we're talking easy. I literally do like a little free write that lasts a minute. And then I do push-ups for a minute. I mean, that's it. So simple, so simple. But for me, even that was fulfilling. I found myself even with a newborn baby being like, I can do this. I can totally do this. And the whole day would go by. And sometimes I was like, I really didn't do anything else besides feed my baby, clean up the messes that we made. And that was it. But I did that and I feel like my soul is nourished. So as my kids started getting older, I took that same principle of what is our essentials? And it has to be something that can be condensed down to less than 10 minutes, or we can take longer with it. So it's fun because during the school year, my essentials with my children is actually way, this is going to sound like super underachieving, but it's way less. My essentials with my children can last, our, our minimum is actually two minutes. <laughs> so this is what it is. We pray. We say our scripture that we're memorizing together. So literally guys, kids can memorize anything. It's incredible. We just repeat, we choose a scripture. We repeat it over and over and over for like a few weeks and it's cemented in their head. It's incredible. And if you're not religious, obviously choose some other text that's inspiring to you. Oh, we don't just do scriptures. I was going to say we do poetry. So our next thing mm. is either poetry or inspiring quotes. So my kids have memorized the Declaration of Independence. They've memorized all sorts of beautiful poetry. I mean, amazing. We have William Blake. We have Rilke. We have Hafiz in our repertoire. We also will do just beautiful quotes by like we have Aristotle, you know, excellence, what is it? It's one of my favorites, actually. My little daughter did it when she was three and it was the cutest thing ever. Um, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but it's a habit. We just set mm. that for like a month in the mornings. And it's so easy. Like this is almost zero effort, but it's so cool because now my kids have all these amazing, for me, religious texts and historical slash poetry slash. So it's just one, we have a religious piece that, verse that they are memorizing. And then literally like either a stanza of a poem or all those other things. Just, we don't do all those things every day. It's just two memorizing things. So scripture, and then we're working on one of those. And we probably do the same one for a long time. Like I'm not choosing new things every day. It's right. It lasts for like a month or so until it's so boring to them. Like it's so ingrained in their heads. <laughs> And then we do for our meditation, all of that stuff that I just said that I do. Guess what with my kids? It's so simple. We do four really deep breaths. Mm -hmm. That's it. Four deep breaths. We take them and we do it all together as deep as we can do. And I have them hold their hands out and they're just like an elevator. We breathe all the way down to our bellies, all the way back up. Four breaths. Then depending on the day, sometimes, sometimes with them, we will do a little, I, I have them like visualize the day, maybe say a couple affirmations. They do like to do push-ups, So sometimes they'll do those. But I, those last three things for them actually aren't essentials. I, if we have the time, we do them, but like before school, I would say during the school year, we really just do the four things, prayer, scripture, say our poem and do 40 breaths and that's it. So, I mean, literally this is less than two minutes. Yeah. And then it's fun because in the summertime, it's way longer, right? We're doing affirmations every day. We're visualizing our day every day. We are reading a long time we're like reading for a long time during the day because it's the summertime and we can do that but during the school year it's just that little I mean my son like you know we read at the end of the day together but we have this much 
richer thing, our essentials become much bigger in the summertime. But the thing I love about it is it's the system that's there. Once you've created like anything, it's roads, it's infrastructure, right? Once the system is there, you know what it is. You don't have to decide every day what your essentials are. The essentials are just there and they're simple and they're easy and they can be put down to a very small amount. But the cool thing about essentials, even though they're so small over time, it's so rich. I mean, like I look at sometimes, sometimes I look at our little morning habit and I think this literally takes two minutes. We're such like, this feels like an underachievement thing. But what I found is over time, when you do it every single day, now I look at the knowledge that my children have and the stories that they, I mean, they'll just come out and say something and say, oh, like we were, (laughs) we were with some friends and one kid hit another kid and the dad said, hit him back. And my little, like my daughter was like tiny at the time. She turned to him and she was like, Mahatma Gandhi said, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. <laughs> like, like you could tell to her, it was like, an eye for an eye awesome. doesn't work. Like, somebody hits you, you don't just hit them back. And it was actually, we were with a big group, but it was my brother-in-law. And he was, he looks at me and he's like, did she just quote Gandhi? To me? <laughs> like, what? But the cool thing is with this, like, again, I don't want to use the term underachieving, but with this really simple, so easy habit that isn't important to everybody else. But those things are really important to me. Literature is important to me. God's important to me. Stillness is important to me. That those little tiny things are, it's so easy, but it's so powerful over time. So we don't need big, complicated systems for things to be powerful. And I think with a lot of things, I mean, yeah, we have like chore systems and stuff that really, they do, they help. Infrastructure helps anytime we put it in place. But if I look at, honestly, in my parenting life, the thing that's helped me the most, it's just going back to what is the most important to me. And that's going to be different than it is to every other mother or father out there. Right. But it's important to me and their values that I want in my children. And so it's for me, just beautiful. Anytime I start feeling overwhelmed, I think, okay, what are my essentials? Have they changed? Do I need to go back to them? Do I need to change them? But I mean, now it's been over a decade and they haven't changed. And it really allows me to feel this like beautiful, simple satisfaction. And even now that my kids are older, I mean, my oldest is 13. We have a lot going on. I mean, we have tons of extracurricular stuff and it's nice to be able to go back to, even though we're doing all of those things, we can come back. We can just come back to this when, you know what I mean? It's a really, mm, it's just really grounding for me. My essentials is my favorite simple habit. That was the word that I was just going to say. It was grounding. It's like this anchor point of, okay, here is what matters. I'm going to build out the rest of my day on this foundation. And, And it's a solid foundation. And I love, I mean, we're definitely in alignment with this concept of like, yes, there's an ideal. You want to do that whole thing, but do what you can. And it's enough. And I love, I, this part is new to me. Like I've taught for many years, this idea of self-care and this idea of, you know, a range of possibilities where you can do a lot or you can do a little, but to add that in with your kids is actually something new and something that I love to take your own essentials and teach those to your kids. And I guess, you know, in some ways I am doing some of those, but I'm not as intentional about that. And like, okay, this 
is what we do. And these are our essentials with our kids. And I think you brought out a really valuable point of um, just the power of consistency, because I think that that is a hang up for people. Like if this is all I can do, does it even matter? Like if I'm just going to do 10 minutes or just two minutes with my kids, you mentioned the word underachieving several times. It feels like that. And yet um, talk to us. So talk to the mom who's like, man, two minutes. Does that, is that even worth it? Why, you know, why even put this in place? If I can only do so little, what would you say to her? I would say, it's actually thrilling when you start doing math. So two minutes a day is 365 times two. What is that? That's a lot. It's over 700 <laughs> minutes. It's a lot of minutes. Don't make me do math on this podcast. I mean, imagine how many <laughs> minutes that would be spending in an, in an important way, right? Yes. So that's a beautiful thing about every day. It's like the drop of water on stone. I mean, we've seen just go into nature what little tiny things over time do. That's how the wonders of the world are made by consistent change, right? I mean, consistent pressure, right? It's just over wind, water. We see it everywhere in nature. So for me, I would say it is staggering when you do something little every day. When you add it up, it's huge. Nobody spends over 700 minutes studying and breathing. And I mean, that sounds so overwhelming. <laughs> But two minutes a day does not sound overwhelming, but it adds up and it is, it is the drip of water on stone over time. So I would say there's no such thing as a small amount of time, not being like, that is what power to me. That is what power is. Consistency is power, right? Yes. Small things done over and over and over is where we get our power. Rarely do I get my power from like one great act. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. almost always, no, I think there are moments in our lives of great action that and then there's a lot of power that comes from them, definitely. But I'm convinced that in our lifetime, I mean, over 90% of the great things that we accomplish are little by little consistently moving forward on something, right? And I actually look at that, even with our life with extraordinary things. I've, I used to think that the measure of my life was how many extraordinary things I could do. So like, I mean, I love speaking in public. So it was like that, that in front of a crowd, lots of people, that's it. But then I had this aha moment when I realized, I mean, even Oprah Winfrey, who's incredibly influential and is speaking in front of crowds and millions of people all the time. If you break down her actual life, her moments, but that look like great, great outward things are still a very small percentage of her daily life. Mm. Right. So the aha for me was, so if my life is made up of ordinary moments and yes, those cool, extraordinary moments are really fabulous. I cannot be getting my worth and my meaning from those extraordinary moments. I can enjoy them and I can visualize them and I can work towards them, but my worth and my enjoyment of this life cannot be tied to extraordinary moments. It has to be in the ordinary, the daily, the consistent little things. That's where it has to be. If I'm going to enjoy this life. Right. Yeah. And, and again, I'm just a regular person. So I'm not Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> so, but even if, even if somebody like, I was just thinking of all the people who outwardly are doing extraordinary, extraordinary outward things, it's still the majority of their life is not doing those things, right? It's doing all the other little things. So for me, it, that's what it comes down to. It is the little, little tiny daily consistency things. That's where we get our fulfillment from is from those 
little things. And for me, for me, it honestly feels like a switch was flipped. This was like, I don't know, 15 years ago or something where I realized, oh my goodness, my fulfillment is now. Like my fulfillment is in what are considered ordinary moments, daily little drips. That's where our fulfillment comes from. So yeah. that's what I would say to a mother. Yeah, I love it. I definitely agree. And I think the more we recognize that and value those things and like, yes, I, I did something amazing today. I woke up and I said a prayer. And we say, we celebrate that and we recognize it as a win and we see the value in those little things, then the more we can build on them. Because if we're always looking for the big speaking on stage to a thousand people moments, we're often going to go to bed feeling like we failed, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and just really recognizing that is a huge step in the right direction because that allows us to do that little bit without without brushing it off. And I think that's what we often do. Like, I'll give a quick example. So I have a friend who goes to the gym. She used to own a CrossFit gym. She's like intense. And she invited me to work out with her. And, um, I worked out, this was actually Monday. We're recording this on a Thursday and I am still so sore. It was chest and triceps and I am feeling it. Anyways, I decided I can go like two days a week that I will go and join her. And she's going, I think pretty much every day she goes. And this little voice in my head said, oh, if you only go two days a week, does that even count? Like, is that even worth it if you're not going to go all in and do every day? And I had to kind of battle against that thought. Like, no, that's still more weights. I, I work out, but I haven't been lifting weights. This is still more than I was doing. And any little improvement is an improvement. And the more that we see that and fight against that voice in our head that says not enough, not enough, you always have to do more, the more we can make actual real life improvements. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Two days a week is fabulous. And two days a week over a year's time is huge. Exactly. Exactly. So whether it is 10 minutes or two minutes or, you know, two days a week, whatever that little next step is, is going to make a difference. And like we've been talking about today is going to simplify when you get back to the essentials. So I love the things that you have shared with us today. I know people want to learn more from you. Can you tell us a little bit about the best place to find you and what you're working on right now? Yes. So thank you. So, I mean, the easiest place is our podcast, which is just find the magic podcast. And it's on all the different platforms. Definitely. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Terilyn Griffin. Our podcast is on find the magic podcast on Instagram. And then our website is findthemagic.co. But those are all of our, all of our places, but obviously listening to our podcast is where you get the most. My Terilyn Griffin account is I talk about the podcast and I also just talk about acrobat stuff and yoga and hiking, whatever, whatever I want to talk about. But those are places where you can find me. And what we're working on right now is probably our funnest thing that we're working on right now is we have a, we have a journal it's out, but it helps. It actually helps you to still down what your essentials are. And it's, it has a planner. And then you ask yourself some questions in the morning to kind of help yourself feel like, what is my intention for the day? And that's, that's probably my most recent, like really exciting. It's been so cool to see people taking something concrete. Cause I do a lot of talking. I mean, I'm a talker, right? I love to talk, but to have something concrete that like is in the world that we created that people are using in their lives and seeing how it's helping them in their lives. Just yesterday, I got feedback from somebody who said, 
I mean, like their whole days have changed now that they're actually taking the time in the morning to ask themselves some questions, to plan out their day. And that's probably the most recent, like really exciting thing that I'm super pumped that we've been working on. That's awesome. Well, I love it that it aligns with what we've talked about today too. So for listeners, if you're really feeling this draw to like, okay, I need to hone in on what's essential, then definitely go and check that out. And thank you, Terilyn, for being here. Thank you for putting out all this good into the world. I love it so much. And um, thank you everyone for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsen.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.